0: Yeah, I know.
1: All right, you on? Yeah. All right.
0: Can I go ahead? Yeah. All right. Oh, a not being introduced that will allow the sale of raw milk across state lines. Okay, is that right? Yeah. Okay, I won't say it like that, but you know what I mean. Okay. So, a bill is being introduced that will allow the sale of raw milk across state lines.
1: Yes. So, currently, um, well, first off, mm-hmm. um, it looks like the, I guess you could call them big milk.
0: Big <laughs> milk. <laughs>
1: People always put big in front of something when they're trying to make it nefarious. But, like, yeah, um, there's these huge corporations that... Um, basically mass produce most of the milk we drink in the united states Mm -hmm. and
0: but it is true that a lot of those same companies are responsible for pushing the whole like got milk thing and all that stuff when really doctors are are telling people you don't have to drink that much milk yeah these are (laughs) these are
1: um these are they they form these huge grill groups and they form you know these big groups and they do lobbying and stuff yeah Okay. And they do big promotions and stuff for they their products. Milk. And, you know, on its face, there's really not a lot wrong with that. But when it comes to things like this, what they've done to yeah. the raw milk yeah. industry, yeah. it's actually not good. Yeah. So what this bill is, is it's called the Interstate Traffic of Raw Milk Act. Interstate Milk Freedom Act. Mm. So currently right now, it is legal to drink raw milk in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. But it's only legal to sell raw milk in 28
0: states. That's so weird to me that you can drink raw milk legally, but you can't... Sell raw milk. Like, how are the people who are drinking it getting it? I mean, obviously, it's farmers, probably, the best part.
1: Well, they're trying to block... Yeah. What it is is that... um, I'm guessing what it says is that the reason that... Well, first off, this is not a federal law that makes this... Happen this way. This is actually stemming from a lawsuit against the FDA, and they capitulated in the lawsuit, and that's how we got this regulation. The regulation is based on no law, mm-hmm. no law whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The FDA just said, "You know what? All right, cool. Well, we don't want to get sued anymore, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Now you can't sell raw milk." And so with um with Thomas Massey and Democrat Pingree, mm-hmm. I don't want to say his name. It's plan. interesting.
0: Republican and Democrat coming together. Yeah. So, and so this
1: ball, this bill's come up multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's bipartisan, you know, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of bipartisan support in this. And basically, what it says is that the FDA, uh, Basically, entities that are in the executive branch aren't allowed to make regulations that aren't based on laws, and they can't block farmers from selling to customers who want their products in other states gotcha. if it is legal to drink. doesn't make sense. So anyway, what it says is that raw milk is a niche product highly valued by educated consumers who understand any risk associated with its consumption. The Interstate Milk and Freedom Act simply says that if two states have legalized the sale of unpasteurized milk, then no federal department agency or court may take any action to prohibit or restrict the interstate traffic of milk between those two states. This bill would prohibit the federal government from interfering with the interstate traffic of raw milk products between states where distribution or sale of such products is already legal. So this has come up. Um, a bunch of different times, and it hasn't passed. And I think a lot of the reason why it hasn't passed is that you have big agricultural companies yeah. that are blocking it. Yeah. And it just makes you think that, you know, when are the people going to come first in these situations? Yeah. Because in a lot of ways, I think it'd be better for a kid to drink raw milk than it would be for a kid to drink yeah. you know the pasteurized milk with all the different things in it this is clean pure milk mm-hmm. you know and there are some risk associated that's why you got to make sure if you're buying it you buy it from that you're an educated kind of, yeah, yeah you're an, an educated, educated consumer yeah you know like our kids they drunk goat's milk mm-hmm. from the time they were um coming from drinking off of their mother all the way until <laughs> <laughs> all the way after breastfeeding yes i did not know <laughs> how to say that but um All the way until, you know, they, they were, um, what, how old were they when they got Oh
0: man, probably like four or five years old. Yeah. And it's crazy because, I mean, I still ever so often, like, buy it, but it hasn't been in a while because it, it is expensive. And, that's but see, that's what gets me about it, that a lot of people don't realize about um, the the food industry in America is that if you don't think that government's not involved in your food, then you are completely kidding yourself. Don't even get us started, okay? Because it's, we, we could talk about this kind of stuff for hours of all of the places in our food that government has its hand. So, you know, but that's why you end up with brands Okay, like the goat's milk that we gave our kids. That's how you end up with brands like this that are, it's 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 good, it's pretty clean for, for children to drink, but it's so expensive to produce because you've got government all in the middle, you know, between the consumer and yeah. the actual uh, person producing the milk. And so it doesn't have to be that way. I have so many people that have asked us, you know, well, I can't eat organic food because it's so expensive. And they think it's because that farmers are like sitting around being frou-frou, you know. No, it's... I mean, if, I mean, a farmer's not trying to sell you this food for this amount of money. A farmer doesn't have to sell you this food for that amount of money. But because of all of government regulations and all the different things going on, they they have to sell it at those price points just to get a return. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't realize that. And so this would be probably, I think this would be like a really cool topic for us to add ever so often, is how government is involved in food. Um, we used to really... We used to really kind of research, like, Monsanto and all that kind of yeah. stuff, like, for years yeah. we did. And we just never really, like, we haven't talked about it in a really long time. But government is highly involved in the,
1: yeah. the food and, that we eat and drink. consume. know, a lot of it has nothing based on science or anything No, else. I mean, it's not like raw milk. If there were raw milk with this, it was this huge danger. Yeah. A lot of the farmers, if you live in rural areas, you would yeah. know a lot of rural families, yeah. they swear by goat's milk. They swear by yeah. um raw milk coming straight from their cows yeah. it's just a normal thing Yeah, and this this should be more widespread oh yeah i think it'd be a lot better for children to get raw milk as opposed to drinking this highly processed oh, yeah. stuff that we didn't, didn't take anything wrong with it but
0: but it still should be left i think the pure. decision should be left to. it's so no different okay it's no different than vaccines Okay, it's no different than some of the other choices that people are asking for. What I'm saying is, is that I do believe, though, that it comes down to the to the consumer. Yeah. You know, where the consumer should be allowed to say, "Hey, I'd like to, you know, give my children this milk, or my family wants to drink, you know, this milk." So I still think that it should come down to that decision. I mean, how many videos have we seen of literally government coming in with their gloves on yeah. and pouring out? gallons upon gallons yeah, of awesome. raw milk just in open fields to yeah. save us, to save yeah, America.
1: We're saving. we're just so safe. Kind of right like now. kind Look of
0: like all that barbecue that they saved everybody from that one oh, time. Yeah. Remember that we story? did a story
1: that <laughs> what was the story it was like government, it was like three oh, years a government ago. agency in Oh my God. I think it was Kansas decided that the meat they were trying to give to some homeless people was barbecue.
0: It wasn't like it wasn't the to right their standard grade so or something. Th- it
1: was like hundreds of pounds of meat know. they just threw hundreds it away. Hundreds of pounds. So the government would rather you starve than eat something they don't want you. They to disapprove of. That's the, of. Thing, that I, that's the, the government. thing we talk about all the time yeah we would bring up stories like that 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 all the time and these are government agencies yeah you know they these are bureaucrats who aren't elected these are people who aren't elected yeah just in there just just in their way around they're
0: just in there going from agency to agency switching places and terrorizing people by throwing
1: yeah so hopefully (laughs) and i don't i don't know how much hope i should have in a bill like this getting passed but I mean, Hopefully, if a bill like this can go somewhere. I mean, it has yeah. a lot of co sponsors. Yeah. Um, Democrat, Charlie Pangry, like I said before, Lloyd Smucker, PA, Andy Biggs, Arizona, Paul Gozar, uh, Ted Budd, Daniel Webster, Alex Mooney, Tom McClintock, um, Mark Meadows, Louis Gomert, Justin Amash, Chip Roy, Matt Gates. I mean, it's got some, some pretty. It's got
0: some big people. Yeah, it's got some it, big yeah. names.
1: Yeah. And that one of the funniest things is that people are going after um, going after Massey on Twitter about this, and they're trying to say all kind of crazy stuff to him. And it's like, every time people go at, I don't know if you know who, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Massey, but Massey went to MIT. And a lot of people always come at him like he's some dumb Republican, and they make some weird comment about like, <laughs> you know, like, they make some weird comment about his education and then he just like casually throws in yeah I went to MIT and yeah. everybody just dunks on him. Well, I think it's it so just funny.
0: I think it just goes back to you know, Democrats have tend to have a, a a way of thinking when it comes to Republicans, that Republicans yeah. are just backwoods, uneducated people, you know, that don't believe in science and
1: well, I mean all you gotta stuff. you gotta almost guarantee if you're talking to a congressman, <laughs> any congressman, no matter who it is, yeah, they probably went to an Ivy League school. Probably. More than likely, or they went to a pretty decent school. Probably. There aren't too many I think there were only two or three um congressmen last time I checked and this was like during John Boehner's time, there were only like two or three that didn't go to college. I think right now, Tim Scott is like the only one I can think of, off the top of my head that didn't go to college. I think he went to like a technical school. Yeah. And I mean, ants.
0: I mean, you know, we're heading into 2020 um, you don't have to have a college education to fix government. So you no, definitely don't. you should be. You that don't should even have you. to have
1: experience. I you mean, don't look at have Trump. to have
0: experience. <laughs> you don't have to really have much of anything. I mean, my God, half of the people that you know. Uh, let, well, I'm going to get off that soapbox, anyways. Before before I get on it, I'm going to get off it. So. I think this would be kind of one of those bills where I do believe that, um, you know, states kind of like ours who are heavy into agriculture, I believe it's those types of states that need to get involved in something like this. I believe that if you got enough push, enough steam behind something like this in those, you know, in more of the blue collar states. Agriculture is heavy. I think that you could get something like this passed in a matter of, of a few years. Um, but still, government's always going to be the one that's in the way. If you are uh, living in this area, if you are living in a state that you know you believe, um, uh, you know, should should advance something like this, let us know in the comments. Let us know what you guys think about yeah, this particular there's bill. Still,
1: there's still a lot of states where it's um it's not legal to sell raw milk. Yeah. So, and if
0: you're one of those states, you know, let us know yeah. because we want to know kind of like what's going on, you know, in there in your state government, you know, are they looking to, uh, you know, put anything forth this coming, you know, the coming sessions, all that good this stuff. This is
1: definitely going to open it up to where yeah. we'll be, these states will be able to enact laws and things to where oh yeah, you can actually get some good commerce going back and forth between the states and it drive down the cost. Yeah. Give some competition to the goat's milk. Um, it the goat's milk was so expensive. Yeah. It drive the price down of that niche, you mm-hmm. know, pure mm-hmm. milk product, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Yeah. So, thanks again, you guys, for joining us today, and we'll see you next time. I was, like, on this side. Sorry, I was feeling goofy tonight.